Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains, and the mountains in reply, echo back their joy and strange glory in excelsis Deo. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Angelis cantando están, la dulcísima las montañas recordan como fiel contestación gloria a Dios en lo alto Shepherds, why this jubilee? Why your joyous strange prolong? Say what may the tidings be which inspire your heavenly song? Gloria in excelsis Deo. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Los pastores sin cesar sus dolores dan a Dios. Cuán glorioso es el cantar de su melodiosa Al 
She was playing that song in English and in Spanish too. That's pretty. I can't, I can't speak in English or even play music in Spanish. Or can't speak Spanish or play music in. So that was pretty impressive. <laughs> I appreciate them doing that. Go ahead and take your Bibles to the Book of Luke, chapter two, verse seven fourteen. Kids, you all are. You can all head downstairs for junior church. Head on downstairs. Luke chapter two, verse seven, and we're going to read all the way to fourteen. It says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. And there in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there is with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank You so much for this day we've already had, dear God. I thank You so much for what we heard from the missionary, Lord, and from the music and the baptisms today. Lord, it's been good being in Your house today. And Lord, I pray that You'll do something in this message in the people's hearts. I pray that they'll understand what the point I want to get across today, God. And I pray it'll be a help and a blessing to them. In Your name we pray. Amen. Well, we just read a passage here, a very well-known passage in Scripture. And that last verse we just read is where we're getting our text from today. Notice how it says, "...and on earth peace..." Goodwill toward men. During this time of year, we see we hear a lot of things about peace and goodwill toward men. But unfortunately, a lot of times people, uh, while they use this passage from the scripture, they don't fully understand what it's talking about. This in this passage, we see here that God has given mankind an, a, a gift, a goodwill gift. Back in the old days, different kingdoms, they maybe had some conflict with each other. And sometimes maybe one of the kings would want to try to make some peace with these people. And so he would send them a gift. A gift of goodwill. Maybe he would send them, I don't know, maybe he would send them gold or some kind of valuable jewels. Maybe uh, they, there's many different things they could send them. And when that kingdom, when they would when this gift would come, that kingdom would look at that and they would think. Well, this was very nice of them, and if the, depending on how good the gift was, that might determine whether or not they were going to accept it. And you know what? Up until this point, there, mankind had been at war with God in a sense. 
All of us have been at one time because we're sinners. Man had sinned against God. You know, people talk all the time about how, you know, how could God do this to us and how does God let this happen to me? The truth is, God's never done anything to us but good. We've done bad to Him and as a result, we've hurt ourselves. And, but the truth is that it was God that tried initiating peace between Him and between a man. And God sent from His kingdom the most precious, most valuable gift that He had in His kingdom. He sent His only Son to this kingdom here on earth as a way for peace. And we see here that gift. That gift, it wasn't a fancy jewel. It was this. It wasn't any type of... It wasn't something that most people would notice. It was a little baby that was wrapped in swaddling clothes. But this baby, as we talked about last week, of course, it was no ordinary baby. This was the Son of God. And He went and He offered mankind that gift. But you know, many times when people and kingdoms would offer these gifts of goodwill to other kingdoms, sometimes they would reject that gift. Maybe they would send it back to the king. Maybe they would even take that gift and destroy it. And this was, of course the ultimate insult, and usually if they did something like that, it meant war. It was on. And you know what? The truth is, that gift that God has offered to man, it's it's up to you whether or not you're going to accept that gift. God doesn't force it on anybody. You have to choose to accept that gift of salvation. But He came to this earth because God wanted to make peace with man. He wanted a way for us to be able to go to heaven. And I want to deal with some things in this message because you know what? There are some things that the world has just been saying for so long that's just that's a lie. It's not true. Things they've been trying to shove down our throats for so long that many people, I'm afraid, have began to believe these things, even in good churches today. Right. And one of the, and and it's not true. Many things I say in this passage they might sound like it might sound like bragging. But the truth is, I'm not bragging on myself. I'm bragging on God. And you know what? It's okay to brag on God. Because He is a good God. He is worthy of any praise we could give Him. But the reason much of what I'm going to say might not set well is because we've had some lies from the world just shoved down our throat. I mean, just they've, they've crammed them down there. We've accepted them. And one of those lies is this, that all religion is good. Now that's unfortunately that's not true. But of course the world they think all religion is good except of course for religions that say that their way is the only way. Then those ones are bad. And the truth is and they kind of put us in that category, but the truth is I don't have a way to heaven. Okay? I don't. I don't if if I would have come up with something, it would probably be pretty similar to what the world has come up with, but the truth is I don't have a way but God does have a way, and He told us what it is in His Word, and that way is Jesus Christ. And whenever I tell people, you know, if I if I'm preaching and saying that you need to get saved, you need to trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. This is not me standing up here just giving my opinion. This is me trying to proclaim the Word of God to you because this is what God said to do. Jesus, it was Jesus that said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father." But by me. There are religions that teach that you can get to God, you can just go straight to God and kind of bypass Jesus Christ. You can't find that anywhere in the Word of God. There's other religions that say you can go through Mary or go through some of the other saints or the apostles or whatever, or even through your church. That's not the case. You can only go through Jesus Christ. And the truth is, really, the probably the largest religion in America today 
I believe, is humanism. You hear him say that over in Spain, it's Catholicism is kind of the main religion. Uh, there's on uh, some of the Middle Eastern countries, Islam is the main religion. There are some countries today that if you, uh, if missionaries can't go there and try to start other churches, if they were to go over there and try to do that, they would be put to death or they would be thrown in jail. There are uh, missionaries that I know that are in parts of the world where they have to keep their ministry secret because if the government found out about it they would put them in jail. And that's very sad, but it is it is the case in a lot of this world today. And many people, uh, the, the humanism, when I talk about humanism, what I mean by that is really there's a, a philosophy going out there today that you hear all the time that really any way is okay you know, as long as you're sincere. I mean, you know, if you're a Christian, that's fine. But if you're you know, if you're a Muslim or something else, I'm not gonna judge you. Okay? I'm not saying you are it's not judging them. It's what the word of God says. The only way through Christ or to God or to heaven is through Jesus Christ. And many times we will look we will because somebody is from a different country or a certain race, it's like we think that we can't witness to them. We think we can't give them the gospel. They have their own thing. I'm here today to tell you that if it's not Jesus Christ, then it's not the truth. Right. It's not going to work. It has nothing. I'm not putting down their nationality. I'm not putting down their race. I'm not putting down any of those things. I'm here to say that all need to go through Christ. And I want to show. I want to uh, go through some passages of scripture with you. And then I kind of want to illustrate this in a way. I hope you'll be able to understand and help you see what I'm trying to talk about. But the truth is, Christianity, our kind of Christianity, is the most inclusive religion in the world. I believe that. In that passage, it says, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. Jesus Christ, the birth of Christ, it was not something that was just for the Jews. It was not something that is just for the Americans. Uh, we weren't even around then. It was something that, it was something that was given to all people. For unto you, he's talking to the shepherds there, but I believe that angel is also talking to everyone in this room today and everybody on the face of this earth. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Romans chapter 10, verse 12 says, There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what your nationality is or even what religion you were born into. There is no difference. God is rich unto all that call upon Him. And then Romans 10.13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in Him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. This this religion that we have, that this gospel that we're trying to give out, it is for everybody because anybody who calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Nobody is excluded for that. Absolutely nobody. But you know what the Bible says? How can they believe if they haven't heard about it? And how can they? How are they going to hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they be sent? That's why we want to send missionaries like Brother Peters over to these countries where they're not hearing the gospel because we do care about these people. We do love them. We want to see them get saved. We want to see them get uh, give their lives to Christ. And anybody who ever says that Christianity or makes Christians out to be uh, a bigoted religion or a racist religion, they're lying. 
In Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, we see that race does not matter. It says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Hear that? We're all one in Christ Jesus. Everybody. It says there is not Jew or Greek. There's not male or female. None of that matters with God. What matters is you do have a soul. Every one of us do. That's what separates us from the animals. We have a living soul and God loves it. And He paid a great price so we can be saved. Nationality. It doesn't matter. Matthew 24.14 It says, "...and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come." God wants us to get the gospel to the entire world. He wants us to do that. I mean, it's sad because people a lot of times will talk about countries like some of the Muslim countries and things, and you almost can't get there. I'm praying that before the Lord comes, we'll see a revival in those nations. Boy, we've got to do we've got to do something about that. We are there's just millions of people over there. I think about I've seen those pictures of Mecca and you'll see just thousands and thousands of these people bowing to I don't even know what it is. It's and it's sad cuz these people are sincere. Some of them are so sincere they'll kill themselves for their religion. Okay, and of course that's the wrong thing to do, but they are sincere but they're not following the truth and we've got to get the truth out to them. You might think, but that oh, that's just that's racist. That's that's harsh. That's harsh. The truth is, Christ is the most accepting Savior in the world. Romans five eight says, "But God commendeth His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us." I kind of want to illustrate this for you in a way. All right, Clyde. Clyde I asked Clyde if you kind of help me in this. You want to come up here, Clyde? And Daniel, you want to come up here? You want to help me out here? All you have to do is stand here. It's gonna be real easy. Just stand here. Brother Peters, why don't you come up here too? All right, you guys, you guys can all stand over here. All right, now what do you all automatically? What do we notice about these three guys I picked? What, what do you notice? I got, I, we got all the different races up here. Okay, these days, you know, you can't look at a billboard or any kind of advertisement, commercial. They always got to make sure all the, you know, all the races are represented to prove that you know our company is not racist or whatever, or anything like that. And let me tell you, I am thankful that we do have people of. Uh, of you know, different nationalities and colors here at this church. But you know what? While we put them in categories, and while people on purpose a lot of times make sure they include everybody so they don't look bad, I want you to understand how God looks at these three groups right here. You know what God does when He looks at when He looks at the colored people? You know how He sees them? You know what category He puts them in? Sinners. Mexicans. Or Hispanic. Any, any of them. He puts them in the category sinners. And you know what? Even white people. I say that, I'm not saying we're superior. But you know what? A lot of times I think people think they are. We've got those groups out there. You know what? Exact same category. Sinners. All three of these. Sinners. The Asians are sinners. The Muslims are sinners. All of them. They're all sinners. These guys here, all three of them are sinners. Every one of them. I'm not trying to pick on you guys. But it's true, we're all sinners. I'm a sinner. The guy standing behind the pulpit preaching, we're all sinners. And when God looks at us, He just sees sinners. I could have had a female up here to make sure I'm more inclusive. But you know what? Same thing. God sees them as sinners. God sees man as sinners. The little children, they're sinners. The old folks, they're sinners. We're all sinners. And the truth is, the way, the way this group of sinners is going to, the only way they're going to get to heaven 
It's through Jesus Christ. That group of sinners, the only way they're going to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Same thing. Through Jesus Christ, so that you all can sit down. Thank you so much for coming up here and help me with that. But you see the point I'm trying to get across. It's really it's man that's always putting people in categories, and they're trying and they're trying to take our message that we're trying to give and say that our message is only meant for one group. And the truth is, it is only meant for one group. It's meant for the sinners. The gospel, it's the good news, is for sinners. But what they don't realize is that everybody in the world fits in that one group. There are no exceptions. The only one who ever has lived this lived a life on this earth and never sinned is Jesus Christ. He wasn't like us. He was he was the son of God. He didn't have that sin nature like you and I have. And the only way anybody's going to come to him is through Jesus Christ. And I'm here to tell you today that Christianity is the most inclusive religion in the world. I remember when I was in Israel, I I got goosebumps when this happened. I get goosebumps when I think about it. I remember we were at the garden tomb. We were at the place where they believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And I remember when we were there, there was a group of Oriental people. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what country they were from. But I remember hearing them sing "To God Be the Glory" in their native tongue. It was just awesome because you know what? I recognize while I didn't know word, I don't understand a word of their language. I knew exactly what they're singing about. I recognized that tune. And and when I heard those people sing that, while I didn't know these people at all, while they were from a completely different country, while they looked different, while they talked different, and everything, there was just something that said, that's part of your family right there. It was, there was like I had a connection with those people. Because not only were they singing a song I knew, I could tell by the way that these people were singing it that these were true believers. And there's, you know, you can, there's a difference between the way true believers sing and the way people that are just kind of doing it to go through the motions sing. And boy, I remember hearing them and it was exciting. I remember watching a video. My dad went on a mission trip to Russia and they were in a big service. And there's all these people in there and they're singing one of the old hymns. I don't remember which one it was. And they're singing it in Russian. And of course, my, my dad, you know, they, he, they didn't know hardly any Russian. And they went and they were all singing it in English at the same time. But you know, because they were able to do that because they had something in common with these people. They served the same Jesus Christ that we serve. Those people, they were sinners just like, uh, just like they were. But they had something in common. They had the same Savior. And you know what? When you have that, when we have peace with God, when we have our relationship right with God, that is what's going to fix our relationship with other people. You know what? Nations are always going to be fighting with each other. Yeah. You know, there there are, you know, like I said, in, in our country today, you're not allowed to a lot of people would probably think that was wrong going up and putting people in different races and you know, kind of illustrating that. You're not supposed to notice it. We're all supposed to be colorblind. But the truth is there are cultural differences with different people. There are people they look different, they that talk different. That is the case, it is a reality. But the truth is, uh, the, the truth is, all of us have that one thing in common. We're sinners, and Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. And let me tell you something. When you have that in common, when you have that in common, you just can't help but have peace with those people. Yeah. While the Menez family, while they speak another language, fortunately they speak English, otherwise we wouldn't have a real good, uh, be able to have a good conversation because I can't speak Spanish. While they may even look a little bit different and talk a little bit different, while they may while they may eat different food than most Americans eat, let me tell you, I'm converting because it's good stuff. Boy, they they make some good food. Now there are things that are different, but but really, what makes us close is that 
relationship that I have with Christ and that they have with Christ. And that gives us something in common. And you know what? Brother Peters, I believe you'll find that out when you go over there to Spain and you go and you start winning people to Christ. And I imagine if we went, if we were to go over there to the service, while there might be just a few things that are a little different culturally, boy, we'll find something in common with these people. It's just, it is, there's a connection that's there. I've been in churches all over this country, places, or people I didn't even know, but boy, you go there and you just know that you're in the right place. You just know that these people are one of you. And let me tell you something, when we have Jesus Christ in our life, when we when we're serving that same God, we're going to have some things in common. We're going to, that's why uh, I've been able to get along with you folks so well. I've just gotten to know some of you, but you know what? I can tell that you love. I can tell you love God, and you know what? If you love God, we've got something strong in common right there. You know, one of the, one thing that you would, I think all of you admit, any of you here that are married, you probably would not be able to be very good friends with me if I hated your wife. If every time I saw him, like it's good to see you, but I wish you'd have left your wife home. She just really gets on my nerves. Do you? We probably wouldn't have be able to have a real good relationship because you know, hopefully you love your wife. I mean, with all your heart. Hopefully you just love her like crazy. And let me tell you, if somebody doesn't like your wife, that's just there's going to be a problem there. And you know what? That's okay. I, I get that. I understand that. But you know what? The same thing is true with God. If people who if people hate God. They don't want to have anything to do with God. I'm not saying we go and start wars with them. I'm not saying that. Well, I am saying, that, but it is there is going to be some differences there. You're not going to be able to be as close to them. I've got people in my family that I'm very close to, and you know what? I probably always will. I always love those people. We're family. We're we're blood related. That's important. But you know, then there's other people that I'm close to because of because of church. We've got that in common. We worship God together. We serve God together. We love the same God. We have those things in common. There's others, like uh, Brother Peter said something about this morning, like with friendships. Uh, maybe they work the same kind of job that you do. You've got those things in common. And let me tell you, if we could get if if we could get the gospel to the world, and in some of these countries that do hate us, that do fight with us, and that hate everything we stand for, if those people would get saved, if those if that nation would have a revival, I'm telling you, it would fix those problems just like that. It would fix it so fast. And let me tell you, Christ is the most accepting Savior in the world. He'll take anybody. He forgives whatever we've done. The worst sinner in the world. Jesus paid for their sins and He'll forgive them of whatever they've done. He paid for every sin when He died on the cross. You can read about that in 1 John chapter 2. And Christians today, I believe, are the most blessed people in the world. I do. I believe we're the most blessed people in the world. You know why? Because Christians, we're, the one, we're on our way to heaven. We're on our way to a place where the streets are made of pure gold. You know what? We're, we've got a lot to look forward to with heaven. Jesus said in John chapter 14, He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto Myself, that where I am, there you may be also. He also said that there are many mansions in heaven. He's got those things there for us. And if you, while here on this earth, we might not have a whole lot of money, we might be poorer than a lot of other people, but in heaven, we've got so much waiting for us that the riches of this earth, when we get there, are going to seem like nothing. It is sad how many people today are throwing away eternity for the things of this earth. It's not worth it. Christian people, we're the most blessed people in the world. The Bible says we're joint heirs with Christ. In other words, it's like we're brothers. It's like we're brothers with Christ. It would be like if you were 
adopted into a rich family. Steve Jobs, a billionaire, he just died. Just imagine if he said if he you found out when they read his will that he made you one of his heirs to his fortune. I don't know about you, I'd be pretty excited about that. That'd be a lot of money. But you know what? The Bible says that we're joint heirs with Christ. Everything that's God's is Jesus's, and everything that's His is ours. We have a lot. We have a lot to look forward to. We do, and I believe that Christmas. I believe Christmas, and at this time of year, you're going to hear all these things about how you're not supposed to say Merry Christmas. Make sure you say Happy Holidays because we want to include all the groups. Make sure you know you don't sing Christmas songs and things like that. Uh, you know, while you hear a lot of that stuff on the news, and it'll just drive you crazy if you pay too much attention to it. I believe that Christmas is the second greatest holiday in the world. The first one, Easter. Yeah, you can't beat Easter. The resurrection of Christ. That was what sealed the deal on everything. And that's another message. But let me tell you, we do have a great God. We have a great Savior. And don't be ashamed to tell people who you are. If you're a child of God today, don't be ashamed to tell people that. And don't be ashamed to tell somebody else if they're not saved that they need to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. It's the only reason any of us are going to heaven. That's it. It has nothing to do with who you are. It has nothing to do with your race or your nationality. It doesn't even have anything to do with your religion as far as being Baptist or whatever. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with your relationship with Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ will save anybody. And we've got, we don't want to be afraid to tell people about that. We don't want to shy away from that message. I'm not saying we go and pick fights with other religions. I'm not going to go picket outside, you know, a Muslim synagogue or temple or something. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I believe in the freedom of religion. I believe in that. But I also believe that the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'm going to keep on telling people that. And I want to be a part of sending missionaries to other parts of the world so they can tell them. Because I, I want to see people get saved. I want to see people come to know Christ as their Savior. So let's stand together this morning with our heads bowed and eyes closed. We're going to have a verse of invitation this morning. If the Lord spoke to your heart, I hope, I hope you